0: Vegeta, the prince of all Saiyans, hereby command that you do not listen or subscribe to the Dragon Ball 4 Life podcast. Whatever you do, would you defy royalty? No! Bye!
1: Anna May, we have your attention, please, and welcome to another episode of Dragon Ball for Life, where you come for the content, but you stay for the culture. And depending on where you're at in the world, it's Friday, and you know what that means. We have another brave challenger that has decided to answer the dragon call. But before we get there, you know who we are. I am Mr. Matthew Porter, a.k.a. Matty Ice, a.k.a. Bro to the Prince of All Sayings, here with my counterpart, my den day one, going from the lookout to the cookout, I'm Mr. Troll Told Trav. Talk to the people, Trav.
2: Man, you know who it is. It's the kid Troll Toll Trav, a.k.a. Sane A. Smith, Woo! a.k.a. Super Sane Shark. And today we have a very special guest. Another one. So... Our Dragon Call series has connected us with amazing individuals across the United States. But today, Mr. Porter, we are taking our talents international. Into the future. They have a persona that can light up a room, despite starring in an abyss. Mm. A voice so soothing, tea or coffee was not needed to get us up this morning or this interview. They sing, act, and cosplay. Three things I wish I was even remotely adequate at. Coming to you live from Indonesia. Dragon Ball for Life welcomes Maya Fathina. Thank you so much for hey. joining Thank us this morning. Thank you for having we me. We are so excited oh to goodness, have you. Oh my goodness!
0: I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. Hi, everybody. <laughs> um, I'm here. Hi, <laughs> I'm Maya Fathina, and I only recently started voice acting, like at least two years ago, I think. And I do cosplay sometimes. I sing, um, sometimes theater act. Emphasis on sometimes. I only did that what, like once. <laughs> and um, um, yeah. And
2: got to start mm-hmm, somewhere. And I'm,
0: I'm also a full time cat owner. <laughs> yeah. Think, there you go. Yeah, I think that that's a, a, that a
1: full time job. Uh,
0: real. That is so true. That's
1: a pet owners unite. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go. Well, my t- typically, uh, when we have a guest that does so many different things like you do, we like to kind of ask them where they would like to start. But you said something that kind of put me in a train of thought that i think the best place to start we've had other voice actors on the podcast that have kind of been doing this for like a really long time mm-hmm. like some people like this was their passion some people kind of fell into it but they kind of run the gambit you just mentioned that you're kind of like newer to the voice acting world and i true. think that's kind of like a very interesting take as like the new kid on the block like what has your experience been like thus far like how do you feel and how how did you get here
0: mm. It's a it's a very classic chronically online kids story, actually. <laughs> it all started out in the pandemic, in as, as, as all things do. Um, nothing existed before the there pandemic, apparently. That's, that's how we got <laughs> and uh, we yeah, um, So the pandemic started, I started watching Steven Universe. Actually, that was like the cartoon that really hey. uh, crazy thing. I downloaded five seasons into my laptop and it's still it still is in there now like all of them and I watched it with my little brother and as I was watching it we were just like wow you know like sometimes i forget that these people are acting and that's kind of like so what 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 really got me mm-hmm. really interested in voice acting because how do you you know um express yourself in a way that is so you know effective just you know, slow like solely through your voice and it was a it was a really strange concept to me even though i grew up with anime and i grew up with animation with cartoons but it never really you know i never really sat down and thought about it the way that i did when i was watching Steven universe and so um about like a couple of months later i started voice acting you know <laughs> i started just like posting really random things that I thought of and recording it through like my phone microphone and I would post them and that's when I started getting connected with other voice actors that are doing the same thing as I was and you know gaining newer and newer connections and you know expanding my horizons and whatnot and it's a wild ride because everything was happening so fast and I was like I had to keep up with everything but it was I'd say, like, looking back two years ago, if you were to tell me that I'd be where I am today, I think they would just, like, disappear. (laughs) Like, They they wouldn't be able to wrap their head, you know, like, (laughs) around that concept. But here we are, and it's kind of crazy. But... I still can't. I don't believe that it is real. I don't think this is real, but yes.
2: <laughs> I love that. I love that. What um what medium were you uh, posting your uh your clips to that that started to get traction and and who like what like like what like how did like how did like, how did, like you know your content start to you know get into the right places because Matt and I when we talk about um, podcasting and, and I'm sure as you've seen it like podcasting my my friend has said it best podcasting has become the new let's start mm. a <laughs> okay. i love like, that analogy it's like over <laughs> yeah because everybody is doing it so but those who have had like the quicker success are those that um have already uh, a built up following or uh are a celebrity of some sort so basically they have some sort of machine behind them or a fan base behind them already that kind of backs them so we always talk about like you know we're doing it the opposite way so uh, i'm just curious for you because you know you you just putting your content out there um how did like how did that uh, what medium we're you using and then and then how did uh, it, it become you know i guess viral or get in the right eyes i should say i'd
0: say um i wouldn't say i'm viral like i don't think i've reached that yet as of right now i don't even have like Mm -hmm. a like a thousand followers on instagram um the medium that i actually used when i first started out and it wasn't i wouldn't say it was the content it was the amount of research that i put in and the amount of people who were mm-hmm. willing to help me through everything making demo reels connecting with t- casting directors connecting with studios and if it weren't for them and if it weren't for all that like excessive research i literally would have been able to move forward from just someone making content on instagram which people barely see mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah it's uh, a <laughs> but there, there's um i think there's a common misconception with um newer you know, a voice artists that are just starting out is that you, you know, all you have to do is wait until you get recognized because that's not going to get you anywhere. Most of voice acting work is networking, connecting with people and getting yourself known, um, by any means, you know, and, um, one of the most, I think, rather easier way to do it, um one of the easiest ways to do it is through twitter because that's when when um like a after like a couple months after i finished up um um making my demo reel that was the flat, uh, the platform in which i found the most you know um incredible people and talented people who were helpful and kind and willing to share their knowledge with me so if if there were any like newer artists voice artists out there i think you can try that out you know go on twitter because that's a instagram is one thing obviously right but um twitter is mm-hmm. another <laughs> <laughs>
2: the, the
1: yeah. wow yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my goodness that's interesting too that you uh said twitter because out of a lot, like a lot of the guests that we've had on, that seemed to be the one form of social media that they use the least. Mm-hmm. They would say, "Oh, I'm on Instagram." Um, uh, they, I mean, they would mention, they say, have like, like, I have Instagram a Twitter because I have to." <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they mainly say Instagram and TikTok. So, um, that's, I mean, I, I'm personally my favorite uh form of social media. So, you know, that's <laughs> that's exciting to hear that. Um, that was able to help you, you know, spearhead to where you're at today. Mm-hmm.
1: Trav, that's because you're an anarchist.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I was I was back when the uh, the Twitter was everybody was just saying whatever.
0: <laughs> I think no, yeah, I mean, like right. even
2: worse than today. I
0: mean, I, I'm not even on Twitter a lot. If I could, if I could count it, like if in one week I would say I open it like once or two times, just to like see what's going mm-hmm. on and you know chat with some of the people that I chat with there other than like I usually would like discover people through Twitter but all of Got the it. like okay. um, all of the things that we would do would be outside of Twitter let's say like Discord and whatnot but mm-hmm. to me Twitter is just like you know you're just browsing but instead of like shopping you're seeing people that's a really bad <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, no, that's I get what you mean though that's a beautiful analogy I
0: mean
2: I'm not <laughs>
1: That's kinda of soup that's kinda of super on point. They're
0: people, all right. They're not um they're not um Yeah. They're not items for <laughs> sale. <laughs> I mean,
1: we're we're oh all just goodness. here for public consumption. It's fine. It's fine. Oh my god. <laughs> we're all just selling
0: something at uh, at a certain point.
1: Look. Life, life is sales as whether you're selling yourself an idea a brand that's that's all it just is exactly. so you you are right on point i actually kind of love thinking about twitter like that Like yeah. you, you are just kind of like shopping to see who's worth like yeah following. The with, 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 yeah, yeah.
0: i mean um with uh with twitter even though you you can say i mean it's a platform for people to say things but sometimes when you see you know some professionals um uh, profiles and you just scroll through it doesn't feel like you're reading about someone or you're reading the words of someone who is human because oh sh- mm-hmm. i think that's my cat okay <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna ignore him for a little cat, bit
1: cat cam, cat cameos cat cameos <laughs> in came, her for yeah, a little bit. <laughs> he, he
0: he learned how to like pull down on the doorknob it's scary, but it's like I don't know how he figured that out. I locked the door. You saying
2: learn. He he always knew. He he let you yeah.
1: think he
0: I didn't don't think know. He's a cat. <laughs> My girl
2: my girlfriend's cat does the same. that's
0: terrifying. Look. Where was I?
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not it, it, one time he did that and i was i was in a deep sleep uh-huh. i feel just something jump on me it, it, i got so shocked i was like whoa start swinging like okay. ah, i, I was like kiddo come on man give
0: me like five seconds i gotta let him in
1: no <laughs> no nah, nah, take take your time always
0: oh my goodness Get in. was <laughs> like every
1: every <laughs> other guest has a cat what? interruption
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> my boy i think he might just be hungry he's a a little kid. Oh my goodness, you are so strange. How did you learn? He
1: said you gonna get on. He said you gonna you gonna get on film and not include yeah, me. Yeah.
0: The star <laughs> is what he is.
1: The nerd. The nerd. <laughs> <The> definitely. <audacity>. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the gall. <laughs> How dare you?
0: You think you were the star it's of the show? It's the- always been me. Oh my goodness! Right. <laughs>
1: they, didn't wanna, they didn't even want to. They didn't even want to book mm-hmm. you. They wanted me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I said I was unavailable.
0: They're <laughs> <laughs> like going for the second best. <laughs> Oh my god!
1: We got we got caught, Maya. We just wanted you on to see (laughs) it.
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah,
2: your cat's like I think I think they're on a show right now. Hmm. Um, let me let me distract.
0: Real,
1: (laughs) so true he said that's db4o that's the pod that i turned down oh they still got here <laughs> persistence oh my god <laughs> right Pers- persistence is key <laughs> what were we saying about
2: twitter <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. okay uh just you know <laughs>
2: just all you were, just, were saying you were saying twitter that uh is that basically the window shopping of social media. yes
0: of life <laughs> <laughs> the window shopping of life not, you can see all sorts of people right. there and the thing is that you only see a very mm-hmm. small portion of who they are and it's like the very filtered out thoughts that they have and it's good for like professional purposes it's good if you if you want to reach out to people you know regarding your business um, purposes and whatnot but when it comes to making friends I think the best way to do it is to actually get connected with them instead of just like being mutuals because of course you can see what they post mm-hmm. they can see what you post but it's very filtered and yeah which is why i mean (laughs) discord exists even though i wouldn't say it's like the best platform but (laughs) Mm. (laughs) it's like it's i mean we take what we take. exactly yeah Mm -hmm. right
1: (laughs) no but i I love the detail that you included that you know in terms of like a a social media following you still feel like you haven't like arrived at that moment because i feel like so many people who try to get into like the entertainment aspect, whether it be, you know, like voice acting, physical acting, you know, uh, music or whatnot, like they'll gauge their success based off like their social media following, mm-hmm. and like they'll like beat themselves up like, oh, I don't have a thousand followers yet. But meanwhile, they're sitting here like. In, in the business aspect of what they're looking to get done Like they're actually like, you know, doing things like You know, me and Trav say all the time in terms of the podcast Like this is, a, this is our sophomore year Like we're like a, a bit of a year in And already we've been able to, you know land some pretty significant guests you know much as yourself but like in terms of like our social media engagement and whatnot we're we're not there i'm using bunny quotes for people who don't see this physically but it's just like if we if we were to like go based off of our instagram following we might be like dang bro we suck at this like maybe maybe we should hang it up but you know but we've been able to have like pretty significant voice actors who like were the soundtracks of our childhood who have given us like the thumbs up like hey you guys are doing great keep it up like you know just keep plugging away like you said mind like networking putting the content out there consistency like it, it, it'll kick over so I do like you highlighting the fact that like you know your success in the profession of what you might be doing in your social media it might not line mm-hmm. up and that's that's okay yeah. like you know mm-hmm. I, I would imagine that the, like those people who like blow up successfully and socially simultaneously like that's like the the rare occasions like that's rare. like oh you, you can't like lightning in the bottle like the like, pinnacle you know, the, of humanity the one right yeah yeah exactly like the one right person at the one right time mm-hmm. saw your shit, and now you're like to yeah. the moon <laughs> like went, went to sleep woke up life is totally different yeah. like that that's not the typical way it happens but that's the that's the stuff that's shown the most you know like you know the justin biebers of yeah. the world you know like usher found him on youtube life got changed overnight and i feel like because that's the people that you know they model the how to get famous whatever fame is your definition Mm -hmm. is that's the way that they show it happening so like when people sitting there getting booked getting work you know consistently like like landing commercials or voice acting gigs but you know they don't have a strong following they're like dang i'm not winning it's like no, you're way ahead of the game right now <laughs> like Especially for you, someone that's like two years in So, you know, we that's that's why we love having, you know People like you on here to, you know, like Give you your flowers and like let you, you know Speak on like what you want to speak on and whatnot And just like share your journey Because me and Travis say all the time We hate when people in successful positions Like get on interviews and they be like Well, how did you make your millions? And they're all just like, if you can do it I, If I can do it, you can do it It's like, Helpful. all right, well, what did you do? Like, yeah, very yeah. helpful. Thank you. Like, and it's just like hard work and determination. You're like, yeah, no and shit. But know, what did you do?
0: Yeah.
1: Take your vitamins. Say your prayers. Like, all right, <laughs> manifest. Now, all right. What, did all right. <laughs> right. what did you do? What did you do? Like, yeah, right. Manifest. Like, all right. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, and I
0: think I think it's a it's a really fascinating thing is that um, for some reason. And I'm going to say this in a, in a very general sense, is that us as a society, we tend to want to be anomalies. We, we tend to want to be like the cherry on top of so many things in our mm. lives. The truth is, we don't even know what it is. We know like what's shown. Yeah, but we've never been there and we've never actually listened to the people who've been there. And um, it's also... It's why it's called an anomaly it's because that's not the case for a lot of people right and exactly. i think it's just a it's just a shame that um sometimes when people put their values in you know their their value their worth in becoming these anomalies they forget why they're here is yeah mm-hmm. it's it's sad <laughs> but it happens a lot it is mm.
2: And, and perception is a huge thing because I think people will see, because I mean, you can, when it comes to how your brand is um, from a public standpoint, you can dress it up any way you want. Like you could, you could live in a closet, have nothing, but if you know somebody or have the right tools that can make your life seem a lot, a lot better than me, then it, it's, it could be inspiring to some, but it could also be misleading yes. to some. And, you know, you could you could go on vacation for like a week, two weeks, but then like repurpose like different (laughs) The whole stretch it out for the whole year. (laughs) Yeah, stretch it out for like the whole year where it appears you're traveling for the year. So um, I think I think, you know, having that access to all different um, kinds of people is a gift and a curse because you see things that inspire you. But you also see things that maybe can alter your perception of reality mm-hmm. and that can be a really dangerous um tool if you don't have the right mindset or the plan in place to see how you want to tackle it in your own way because you know it could work for me it could work for matt but it might not work for mm-hmm. Maya. so definitely absolutely yeah no that's major
1: track because like kylie jenner kind of was like the she set the standard for this but like she took enough content to not have us know that she was pregnant <laughs> like, <laughs> like she did enough before she started showing and like yeah. strategically put it out throughout her whole pregnancy and then just popped up with a baby <laughs> right? yeah. and then she's like, like well, those was old pics like what you mean yeah. <laughs> it ain't my fault you thought that those was current like, I'm, I'm pregnant <laughs> <laughs> I'm right? like, yeah, pregnant this whole time i've just been giving y'all old shit like, like that's, that's but, what but is. that is that is Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. That
0: was. I think that was. That is what social media is. Unless, unless you're with this person like 24 hours a day, or like not even 24 hours. You see this person every day. You know, at work, at school, whatever. You don't know, Mm -hmm. and it's just something that they want to put Mm -hmm. out. And obviously, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be, um, the ideal self, the ideal, of the ideal of who they are. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and in my I, I love the part that you were saying about like the anomaly and like the 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 one percenters, which is why we call them one percenters. It's kind of implied like in the in the nickname, but it's just like what what we got like seven billion people in the world, nine billion now. It changes. I don't know depending on who you ask, but it's just like if you really think about it, like the people who are like uh positions of power or fame, you know, or, or stardom and whatnot, it's such a small group of people outside of like the the the, the greater concept of the world mm-hmm. and a lot of those people the part that like you were saying tribe they don't tell you about is a lot of those people know each other and like helped each other get to where they were at but they don't ever like they don't ever like uh shed light on the nepotism like they don't ever like say like oh yeah like my uncle is this person or my cousin's this person or i grew up with such and such they got on and put me on so it's just like when you ask those questions like how did you get into this position and they don't they're not going to like snitch on themselves but like yeah i didn't work for it at all mm. like i was i got into the studio because of my last name like, they're yeah. Gonna be like, oh yeah <laughs> i grinded and put in the, put in the hours and stuff but that kind of goes back to like the networking part and like i i i we want to be those people that like help shine the light on like how big of a part that is because like you were saying like that the hard work yeah that's kind of like mandatory like you have to be willing to like grind for this but like the the that old saying is not always what you know is who you know it's not, it's not always how hard you work <laughs> it's like who's going to like lend in those favors because like one of my favorite sayings that i had heard uh is that uh if you show me someone in a in a In a position of power, that said that they did it by themselves. I just showed you a liar, and and that saying that saying has always like stuck with me because like no one gets to be a success like by themselves. Like there's there's always that aspect where it's just like what you've done. Like you you've taken what you could do to like the limit, and you need like that person that's like there. That uh, that can just kind of help you get to the next side. When did we get into a TED talk? We have so much to <laughs> We are
2: we are here motivating the masses. Look, look at us.
0: <laughs>
2: but but my, I did I did want to ask you, um, because you did say earlier that you only that you only did um theater like once. You yeah. Said. And with you being so fresh and new in the game, would you say that you, in terms of priorities, right now? Do you think that voice acting is where you want to kind of focus on right now? Or do you have um, additional aspirations to eventually get into more live action work? Or is it more so a balance of like, Hey, if I have some new voice acting gigs coming through, I'm going to, you know, take those as long as, you know, I'm, you know, I I, I want to, or, you know, if something that's a live action um, gig that you, that's um, interesting to you. So is there like, is there a balance or is there there certain priorities that you have right now in terms of that aspect? I
0: think um, so far I I view all of my crafts kind of equally as in, if Mm -hmm. there is an opportunity, like who am I to reject that you know and so right. I do my best to you know stay on track with every single opportunity that comes in if I can do them I will do them and if I can't and there are more like pressing matters that I have to attend to then I won't but essentially I think every form of art that I um do and that I create They're all very important and they're very dear to me in the sense that like I I write poetry sometimes. Right. And, Mm -hmm. you know, um, the saying that, you know, poets always know what to say and their words are always sufficient. I don't think that's true in the sense that expression can come in so many different layers and, 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 and forms and shapes that I don't. Think or I, I feel the need to express it in so many ways, and I feel indebted mm-hmm. to the world somehow to to express it in in any way I can. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, um, <laughs>
2: yeah, nah,
0: which that. is why sometimes like. Um, writing poetry can turn into music or it can turn into an audio drama or a cosplay can turn into an acting bit or an acting bit can turn into something else and it's it's always like that and it's it's never just one thing and they always kind of like intersect with each other yeah
1: I love that and that's crazy because I've actually uh, never heard uh, that that saying about you know poets and whatnot. And it's so crazy because you know me and Trav had a conversation on the previous podcast that we worked on. Shout out to the Ether Squad. Uh, well, we were talking about like comedians and stuff, and like we were saying like at what point. Are you just laughing because, like, that person's funny? Like, I feel like Kevin Hart could say a sentence and you'll just laugh because, like, it's Kevin Hart, but it's just like, at what point, because he built up such a goodwill with, like, his fans that it's just like, ah, that's Kevin Hart. Mm -hmm. He's so funny. Versus, like, if I were to just say, like, oh, I'm about to go to the store and get some cereal, like, it was like, okay. But if Kevin Hart says, like, ah, what a joke. (laughs) 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 It's just like because the perception, because we know him to be a funny person. and, And maybe that's like that, how that, it translates to poetry like when you have you know like a i'm totally spacing on poets name somebody just input poet name Put here <laughs> yeah. there, you, there you go perfect perfect like if they say something that's uh so confound it's just like oh that was beautiful like they're like they're like oh what's so They ask what time what time is it oh what is time like no seriously just asking what time is it
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> <There's definitely> got- <laughs> And and Maya, I love that approach because do you think it's um, for your creative expression? Do you think that, you know, instead of pigeonholing yourself into one avenue or another, you want whoever is going to reach out to you on a potential project. You want them to reach out to you for your for just who you are as a person, what you've done from a creative standpoint and not just like, oh, they can only do voice acting. Let's let's get that. Like you're like, no, 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 no. There's there's a lot more to me than just that.
0: Mm-hmm. I think um, I I don't necessarily I'm not against anything as, as in like if, if someone mm-hmm. were to recognize me for my voice acting, I find that to be an incredible honor. And it's like how do I say this? It's like it's like someone putting something on your shoulder, but instead of lifting it up agonizingly, you're just kind of like, oh, neat, you know, and you're just carrying it around. Um, And if someone were to recognize me for every other work that I've done, I also love that. It feels like, oh, hey, you know, Mm -hmm. you see me, that's, that's cool. You know, not just like things that I put out, but um, I, I am deeply, deeply honored to have the opportunity to even be recognized for my work because for the longest time i've always i've always been someone who writes a lot whether that be poetry short stories and whatnot and it's uh it's a little trickier to get recognized for your writing when you're like in high school <laughs> when you're like in a in a middle school and you're not really like yeah, yeah. you don't know anything about that <laughs> industry you know but um right with the uh with the increasing use of of um social media it's made it so much easier for people to be recognized because I think now the standard is to be seen, is, is to put yourself out there and is, is to be known. And so to be able to be known for my work is an immense badge of honor that I wear with pride every single day. And I, I don't, I'm, n- I'm never going to, you know, I'm never going to replace that with anything. It's it's, it's just beautiful
1: that's 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 awesome so i i want i wanted to i want well, we want to get to you do so much and so we want to cover all of it we want to get into your musical <laughs> endeavors we want to get into the cosplay mm-hmm. we'll circle back to talk about you know like the animes that you that you love to watch mm-hmm. as a kid but i just want to kind of stay here with what you just said in terms of like being known for your craft and uh we had spoken on previously you know uh <clears throat> when we were doing our pre-call just like representation mm-hmm. So just, like, can you speak to, like, how important it is for you as, like, a BIPOC person, like, in terms of, like, voice acting or doing music, like, how important that is, like, for you to you're getting your flowers now? Do you, like, do you kind of, like, do you more internalize it as, like, oh, hey, like, I'm really doing this like I'm really here like these these are more my goals this is what I wanted to do or do you kind of like carry that not necessarily that weight but that responsibility is just like oh I'm a representation for people that look like me mm-hmm. to that I'm you know succeeding in in a medium where they don't really highlight people that look like me that
0: is yeah so um there are so many thoughts that I think are just just running around Um, but first of all,
1: give us all, yeah,
0: (laughs) Yeah. um, we're here. I mean, (laughs) first of all, um, what representation means to me as a Southeast Asian kid, you know, I used to, I used to be just a, just a little guy watching Doraemon on TV on, on Sundays. And I used to think like anime first, you know, um, it, it, it touched me in, in the sense that like, oh, this is media that, you know, Asian people created, Japanese people created. And even though we're not the same, we're still a part of a collective that in in a very roundabout way still makes me feel very seen. And I like that feeling. And then um, I don't usually um, watch Indonesian um, soap opera or like... Um, just dramas and, and and just movies in general because they tend to give um, very very strange messages. <laughs> just gonna, I'm not gonna lie, it's a uh, very messed up here. But uh, <laughs> um, I remember every single time, and it, this is something that I think a lot of Indonesians can relate to is that whenever they see just the name, just 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 the just the name Indonesia be mentioned anywhere they're like oh hey that's where i'm from you know that's so cool we exist and that made me realize just how important it is to feel seen even if you're not you're not necessarily there. it's just the name it's just you know the name of your country which is like very normal to to appear literally anywhere but mm. we apparently and i just realized this we apparently lack that so much so that even the slightest bit of um Uh, you know, exposure and, and representation, it, it means so much to us. And for me to be able to say that um, I'm a part of that is both an honor. And I won't say it's a burden. It is like a mission as in, Hey, you know, it's not a burden. I'm, I'm a person just like everyone else is. And even though I represent, this is why representation matters because if is it really representing if you're only seeing one person? Is it really representing if if you don't get to hear stories from a certain group, you don't get to see them, you don't get to understand them on a deeper level and therefore expect all of this in like very small amounts of people? That's not representation, you know? That's just tokenism, I'd say.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what right. it means to me.
2: And And that's... That's a, a, a great answer, too, because I, I, when we started this podcast, it was under that mindset of, of a lot of things that you just covered right now, because it's a it's a form of of entertainment that was rooted in Asian countries. But mm-hmm. on the Western side of things, all we've like until and, and so up to this point, mainly seen white, you know, white males usually typically covering um that topic or they're dominating the content creator industry and for matt and i you know we've there's plenty of 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 content creators that we follow and love and love to watch but at the same time there was always a missing element of there's not a lot that that look like us or that are speaking to us and i think that the more that we have um people like yourself and then also just just to be able to see that like hey oh they're they're doing it on a high level I want to too where before you know it might be a little bit uh you're not saying like hesitant but like if you if you're accustomed to seeing just one thing or just one group of people dominating mm-hmm. one thing you there you're gonna have questions ahead of, of yeah. why what like why can't why can't you know i be there and i just think that yeah it's it's super important because i mean growing up for me all of my um uh, bipoc friends we there might be i don't even think there was one person who didn't watch anime or wasn't really into their culture and so it would always just just it would be mind-boggling to me just to see if so many of us are into this why is it that we're closeting it and why is it that like it's so normal and natural for others to speak so freely and publicly about it when hey I have that same interest, too, and I want to be able to, you know, be myself and express mm-hmm. myself versus kind of being like, hey, um, I'm going to be in study hall, you know, draw drawing my own fan fiction. Don't look over, but I'm going <laughs> to do it. You know? yeah. All right. Stay out of my notebook. <laughs> right. <in the> <laughs> mm. Yeah,
1: <laughs> You do the thing where you hold the page you're not drawing on up. So it's like a border. <laughs> 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 <No,
0: laughs> the times that I've done that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: but, but yeah Trav. My, i i, I love that the both points that you just made because uh it just kind of my hearing what you just said about you know like indonesian culture and whatnot and you know it makes me think like us in the states like when it comes to anime you know it's dub or sub but it's typically english japanese like that's literally like the kind of ones that are always like pushed, like <laughs> english japanese dub sub and then like you know if you scroll down you'll get like other portuguese spanish they will get like pick other options in the settings and stuff so like you being indonesian and, like in asia and i'm sorry if this question is like super convoluted because it just hit me like <laughs> right now like is in speaking on representation and like how you said it, it's, it's super exciting like to see like the word indonesia mm-hmm. like in the title or like like in, in the anime is that something does that kind of do you guys feel kind of left out when it's always like English and it's specifically Japanese, like English, Japanese, English, Japanese, like, and it's not like other Asian places that are like Mm -hmm. represented in terms of like being like the preferred way to, to watch or listen to anime. Definitely.
0: And I think not a lot of people realize this in a conscious um, level because it is so we're used to it. It's, it's what we've been exposed to ever since we were like, what babies, you know, like, so Mm-hmm. We've grown accustomed to it that we don't even realize that this could be better. This could be something that you can relate to more, which I did experience when I started watching Indonesian dubs. What it felt like is like, it's ai would say it's cathartic because all this time, mm-hmm. obviously I've learned English um, since I was very little. And so when I would watch a piece of media that is in English, Usually it wouldn't have any problems, but it just hits different when you're consuming something in your native language and you don't really have to put much thought into thinking of what certain things would be like, you know, what it would be. It would be equivalent to within your culture. You don't have to think about that. That's what the translator's jobs are for. <laughs> and so you're just there and you're just enjoying this piece of content, this piece of media, just with with unadulterated joy. And it's like, it's something that more people should experience. It's you, you can't really replace it. And you can't really describe it unless you you feel it firsthand. And when I think about it, again, I when I first stepped into the booth and started, you know, dubbing main abyss, it at first it, it felt to me like it was unreal because that option never really crossed my mind. I never even thought about like watching anime like regularly in Indonesian, let alone voice it in Indonesian, right? And then mm. as soon as we finished and I watched all of those episodes back, I just thought to myself, "Huh, this is a whole new world and it's it's great. It's Let's great, go. but it's a shame that it is a whole new world, you know? I wish people would have been exposed mm. to this much much sooner." So yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and no no I, I love that because because it makes it makes me think Trav, and i'm sure you can relate to it like i would probably say for most of us in the states the only reason why we got into the sub as a purse as opposed mm-hmm. to the dub is because typically the subs are super far ahead in terms mm. of episode count and we always get things mm. late and we would just get impatient yeah and we'd be like all right i'm not yep. waiting for this Definitely. anymore. <laughs> like yep. i'm just gonna take take the hit and watch it and then we would get it and it'd be like oh this isn't that bad <laughs> 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 i think right. i can yeah. do this oh, <laughs> history, right <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah
2: exactly i feel like i feel like all all um american kids that were getting into subs There is an element of why would i read while watching tv that's, like, how, it, that's how it always starts like then I, then then I have you, to, i'm not paying attention
1: i'm looking at the bottom of the
2: screen right and then you start watching like oh that's yeah. difficult like this is and yeah. this is actually you know so in some cases the subs is a lot mm-hmm. better than the dub but 1000 um, mm-hmm. percent. sometimes my i did have uh, a question that you kind of, that you kind of stumbled into and i was just curious because when it comes to obviously anime it's uh a direct translation of the manga you know they want to they want to stay true to the the core mm-hmm. of the content but have you ever worked on a indonesian dub that you watched the english dub before and were there any significant you know cultural differences that were um applied to the indonesian dub versus what was in the, the english i'd dub? say
0: f- for english dub and indonesian dub no but um when I when I watched mm-hmm. Main abyss I'd only watched the Japanese version you know the, the Japanese um, voiceover and then the Indonesian dub but I did experience that kind of a bit of a whiplash actually because when we were recording for it I remember the translation being off and I was like mm mm-hmm. That didn't make sense, but I just know that in Japanese, this would make a lot more sense. <laughs> Let's use right. this expression instead. That might not be the exact equivalent of of the original language, but that's what translating is. You know, <laughs> and that's okay. Mm, right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm actually um, so um, I major in English department, and we're currently um, oh we're actually learning about translating currently, and it's a. Uh, It is like that for a lot of things. Like, let's say you have a traditional food that you don't have in any other places. What you have to do is you find something that is close enough that others can just imagine what it is and and, and imagine what it feels like, what it smells like and whatnot. But what it is, is just when you translate, you can't get it exactly right. But that's just the beauty of how different people are you know it's it's and that's Mm -hmm. how we connect that's how we unite is by this one very similar thing and yet somewhat off but also very similar (laughs) that's what we relate (laughs) to each other yeah
2: (laughs) yeah i one of the when it comes to americans and then international cultures um i always say like americans are the only you know large group of of individuals in this world that only speak one language <laughs> like, it's, it's it's just right. like i have so much respect for people in other countries because most of them a lot of them do know some some form of english where for us and it's like we if we even like even take courses in class like i I took I took AP, AP Spanish in high school and I still only know or even remotely know or remember the mm-hmm. basics of Spanish, and it's, it's just a funny thought to me because Americans just have like such a superiority <laughs> complex to them. But it's like, listen,
0: hey, listen. you said it. <laughs> hey,
2: oh no, yeah, that came out. out of Travis, Travis, Travis Travis his his mouth, got us got us again. again. Oh my god. <laughs> nah, I'll i I'll, I'll stand with you, King. I got you. <laughs> So yeah, it's just a, a funny thought to me, but I I, I do want to. We're in a we're in a good groove right now with this general range of topics, and I do want to kind of stay mm-hmm. in this realm. And you know, for for me working in, in corporate, I've seen this happen I've seen this used a lot where a lot of corporate companies are now using the buzzwords of diversity equity inclusion and it's almost to the point where uh feel feels like oh you know what we're just gonna we just got hit with the check, new HR check documents the box. <laughs> yeah and we gotta hit this quota so in in your own eyes like how how can you tell when it comes to if someone is being genuine or if they're just putting on a facade and just trying to have you perceive that hey these are values that are important to me and that i stand mm-hmm. on versus like you know i want them to
0: think that is a territory that is rather complicated especially in capitalism because you know that they're mm-hmm. just saying that there was no ethical consumption in in capitalism but m- most of the time you can tell someone's intentions by the outcome of their work, and you can see by how it reflects onto the people that they supposedly want to represent. They want to um, welcome and you know include. You can see it with how these groups of people react to the outcomes of of those corporates' claims and those corporates' um, efforts and whatnot, and. It's pretty easy to sniff out which ones are, you know, just, just (laughs) public, um, just PR work and, 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 and and they're very genuine (laughs) and it's sometimes it it gets a little like the line is, is very blurred sometimes, but with enough practice, you'd be able to tell, you know, it's, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, (laughs) absolutely.
1: That's a, so I guess as a follow up mm. question uh, for me, Maya, so in, in your like crusade for like representation mm-hmm. and inclusion, are there times or like how do you kind of like, I guess, bite the bullet when you know that someone's just checking a box? Because even though they're just trying to like fit their agenda, it is also somewhat self-serving mm-hmm. with you because it's like they're putting you in a position to be mm-hmm. seen. So it's like, is there a way that you're able to like, I know you're doing this because you want to feel better about yourself and not because you necessarily are like a fan of my work. But at the same time, this is helping me inspire other people that look like me that, hey, you can get here, too.
0: That's uh, what I, uh, I would call it a double edged sword, because any opportunity to be able to advocate for better representation is a good opportunity. But you can tell if, if someone's in it for just, you know, to, to for, 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 for the public eye and they're not doing it because it's it aligns with their values. And I usually can tell by the amount of care, the amount of attention that they put into their works. And, you know, they're, they're not just saying things. They have results to back them up mm-hmm. and they have a history mm-hmm. of of being actually you know you know aligning with with what they say they value and i usually go to people who are more experienced than i am and i usually ask them hey is this legit like um is this company this person this casting director this project do you think this is sustainable you know based on your experience and that's Mm -hmm. when i think a lot of what makes the voice acting industry what it is 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 the the way that people are kind the way that people are willing to help each other and i have a i have a core belief that if we all just help each other even a little bit i think this living thing would just be much much easier you know easier and <laughs> it's crazy yeah all life. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: right i i absolutely love that answer <laughs> uh that just kind of fucked me yeah. up because yeah? <laughs> right? it's like that is, that is that is such a crazy concept of uh, what you just said about like is this going to be mm-hmm. sustainable like because it, it is there is a major difference between like okay i got in the door because you're checking a box versus like oh you're gonna treat mm-hmm. me that way the whole time yeah. i'm here that is mm-hmm. like a monumental difference and i think that if people do kind of just like pro and con that in their head, I think that is such a powerful tool, like to be able to say like, all right, I know I didn't necessarily get here based off, you know, the, the sweat of my brow, <laughs> <laughs> like, but, uh, but like, or now that I'm here, are you guys like willing to learn or like you willing to like, you know, maybe like adjust mm-hmm. your views and like work? with me like in tandem like you said like support everybody
2: to to make this living Mm -hmm. thing a lot better Mm -hmm. damn what a great answer and 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 it's really a very important and valid question that we need to always ask because over the the events especially in america that have happened over the last few years it's there's been a lot of performative elements and it's really easy to tell when people are kind of viewing it as a trend or viewing it as something like, Hey, this is what a lot Mm -hmm. of people are talking about. And I don't Mm -hmm. want to feel left out because I mean, once when the, when the events of of George Floyd happened and and everything, I, you know, I I received texts from a lot of people, some that I haven't spoken to in... I, I can't even tell you since the last time i've mm-hmm. spoken to them and those are the ones where i was kind of like okay like are you just doing this so and internally don't pander you, to
1: me <laughs> yeah you feel
2: better about yourself or are you really like trying to open up and really try and and stop being silent and it's it's really easy to tell when you know people are being genuine and when they're not but i do think that it's something that we need to consistently have at the forefront and consistently ask that question because, you know, as you said, what, quality of life will be a lot better if we if we start, you know, having that approach. And I did, uh, you did, you know, walk into another question. Hold up. Time out. freeze.
1: It took Namek 86 episodes to blow up in what was supposed to be five minutes. So let's take our time with this one and we'll see you next week on Dragon Ball Foe. Life. dodon
0: Ray, Pow!
2: Mm. Mortals, listen up. It's your god of destruction, Beerus here. Subscribe and follow the Dragon Ball for Life podcast, or else you shall be
0: erased from existence. Okay.